Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everybody's having an awesome day so far, and I hope you guys had a blessed, safe weekend. It's nice down here in Florida. We actually have some really nice weather again today. It's not nearly as hot as it was last week, which is nice. It looks like we got a cold front that came in from up north. So uh, other than that, it's a blessed day down here at Health Masters. And how are you doing today, Deb? Awesome. I'm doing great. For this is the day the Lord hath made. I shall rejoice and I shall be glad in it. I am so thankful to God Almighty that I'm a Christian, that I'm born again, that I'm saved by the blood of the Lamb, and that I can deal with these interesting stories that we're going to talk about right now, you know, without any real internalized stress, because it doesn't really matter to me, because I know who wrote the book and I know how the story ends. <laughs> if you know how it goes, you know, and so it's it's like we're gonna we're gonna win in the end. Good is gonna triumph over evil in the end. But in the meantime, we've got a bunch of skirmishes and battles that are taking place that have been prophesied about that are going to happen, whether we want them to or not. It's just the way it's going to be. Though we do have the opportunity, I believe, through prayer to postpone these battles and postpone some of these skirmishes and not allow some of these things to happen, especially now since we have the new Gutenberg Press known as the World Wide Web invented by supposedly Al Gore, laugh, laugh, chuckle, chuckle. And so we have the ability at this point to understand a lot of things that we never could understand before. Folks don't realize that when I was in graduate school and at Florida State for many years getting three degrees up there, I remember... Whenever we wanted to do research, we had to go to the Dewey Decimal System and the periodic, and the cards, the cards they had, and we had to look up certain stacks of books, and we had to find books and find certain pages, and they were very well organized like that. But it was a lot of work just to pull in one article. It may take you several hours if it was even in your library, if the book was even there. So it's been a lot of work over the years getting research done, and the internet has made it so much easier. Now, why am I saying all that? A lot of things have happened in our educational system which are extremely bad, uh, but the Internet has been extremely good. It's been a double-edged sword. It's given us the opportunity to go in and research a lot of the stuff that we talk about on a daily basis on this show and let people go ahead and verify what we've been doing. Now, because of Google censorship, many of the articles I could at one time pull up are no longer available. Many of the videos... From, from basically Google and, you know, and YouTube have been pulled. They're no longer available or you have to sign in to see them or they've just simply been pulled down. Like our website, our, our video broadcast, our YouTube presence, uh, last year was yanked about a year ago by YouTube. I guess we were getting too hot on the, on the, on the, uh, on the, on the, on the trail here of what was going on and they didn't want us talking about what we talk about anymore. So now we're on iTunes and Global Star maintains those audios on iTunes so we don't have to worry about you know, iTunes dumping the whole list. So we have that available for all of you listeners who have been with us now for years or months or weeks. You go back and review the stories that we've talked about. Now, let me discuss something with you that I'm not really discussed in detail. I'm going to start with that, and I'm going to start with an email that I got to this morning. What happened after World War II? The Frankfurt School, which was primarily run by Zionists over in Germany, and a lot of people had come to this country and basically brought a lot of professors over here during the persecution of the Jews during the 20s and the 30s out of Europe, it decided it needed to figure out what happened with the Holocaust, what happened with the Nazis, and what happened to make the German people stand up against worldwide banking tyranny to the point of being willing to die for it. 
And they just started doing a lot of research, Austin, and, and they figured there were a lot of things that were being involved. I can give you the names of the professors that were involved in this, but here's what they figured out. That they had to, fig- they had to stop nationalism. They did it through the, they, and then they started doing the research with the MK Ultra program with the CIA, and they had to find a way to break up the nuclear family. And you say, well, how do they do all that? Well, they did it all through the media because they owned the media. And they brought in people like Gloria Steinem, who basically had her MS magazine, which she was a super hardcore lesbian feminist, who basically said a what – what was her one famous quote that was attributed to her? A woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. Okay, this is what she promoted. And what she did is she basically came in with hardcore feminist rhetoric back in the 50s and the 60s. She was like the forefront poster child for feminism. And she pushed a lot of women into believing that, you know, being a lesbian was good, being independent was good, and there was no need for a nuclear family. Why would they do this? Because what had happened is... When they finally started looking at what happened in Germany, they started realizing that they had pockets of Germany of resistance of neighborhood people. Because remember, Germany, the Nazi party was started in Berchtesgaden, which is a small town in southern Bavaria. Beautiful, by the way, it's where Hitler's uh, mansion on the hill was put, his, 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 his uh, eagle's nest. And it's still there today. It was given to him by the German people for his 50th birthday party. Austin and I have been there. We've actually been to the top of there. We've actually, it was pretty fogged in when we were there, but we actually went up to the top of the eagle's nest. Beautiful scenery, beautiful place, looking at the Austrian Alps. And they tried to figure out what the heck did this. And they finally realized it was nationalism. Now, remember, the Rothschilds and the international banking cartels and the international globalists, who were basically Rothschild cutouts, worked together to form the Nazi party and to put Hitler into power. It was done for a persecution of the Jews, primarily, so that the Jews would be forced to move to Palestine to start the city of country of Israel. But what happened is something backfired on them because in 1938, Hitler had kind of a, how would you say this, kind of had an epiphany and a, a rebirth, an awakening. And he realized that as long as he was borrowing money from the Rothschild banking cartel through their central bank imposed upon Germany, that he could never get out of debt, that he could never pay the interest off because the interest was never printed. So he had enough of it, and he started printing debt-free Reichmarks. And when he did that, he was able to massively expand the infrastructure in Germany, massively expand the war effort, massively expand for, you know, plant and equipment that he was putting in, and was able to shake the shackles of the international banking cartel loose, which frightened them. They really did, because at that point, they didn't know what to do, because now all of a sudden, he was a loose cannon on deck. They had put him on deck, and they had loaded him, but they had not yet realized that he was willing to stand against them and basically shake himself loose from them. So what happened in 1939 when he went into Poland, he was still trying to negotiate from a position of power and of strength. Remember, Russia and Germany both invaded Poland. Poland had a, a, a treaty basically uh, with England, and anybody who attacked Poland would be basically declared war on by England. But Germany and Russia tanked, tanked, attacked Poland simultaneously in 1939, but the British, who were being run by the Rothschild banking cartel and have been Russia since the times of Napoleon, refused to declare war on Russia, and they declared war on Germany, which pretty much Saturn didn't do much. And then we have what happened with Dunkirk when Hitler was still trying not to have a full-blown war in Europe, and he let 450,000 British soldiers who had come in basically go. He let them leave on boats, just let them go. He could have strafed them with his, with his airplanes. He had full air dominance. He had full military dominance. He could put his tanks on the beaches and stopped everybody and sunk every boat out there. He didn't do it. He let them go. He was still trying his best to not get himself embroiled in a worldwide war. 
Now, you need to read the book, The Bad War, to understand this. But what happened when the Frankfurt School got out and these MK Ultra boys got out and these Zionist professors got out, they said, what the heck happened? Where did we go wrong? Where did this thing get twisted up? And how did we end up with this situation in which these people became so nationalistic? Okay, here's what they found. In the United States, we had the same problem back in the 30s and the 40s. You had areas of New York, areas of Boston that were the Spanish quarters or the or the uh, Irish quarters or the Italian quarters or the German quarters. And these areas self-policed. In other words, if you brought pornography into the Irish quarter in 1930, the dads in that quarter would get together and beat the holy living crap out of you and run you out of town. Well, they couldn't have that. They had to have the police being controlled by the government to come in and police the areas, so they had to find a way to break up the nuclear family. And this is where Gloria Steinem came in. This is where MK Ultra came in. This is when the Frankfurt School ideology came in, and they started bringing. They started have. They had to find a way to do this. They started working with drugs from MK Ultra, and one of the drugs they experimented with, experimented with heavily with MK Ultra was LSD. And now they would actually have LSD parties, which the government would give these students LSD. I kid you not. They were trying to create a state of how should you say, the schizophrenia in them so they could study them in the beginning. And then they finally realized that it was great for these people to be taking these drugs and creating a counterculture movement, which brought us into the whole music and rock and roll. Now you say, well, Ted, you've never gone here. You've never talked about this. No, I never have. I've known about it for a long, long time, but I kind of try to stay away from it. So then we had the counterculture come in, and a lot of this happened out of California. It happened in certain cities in California in which they, the drugs were being pushed and a lot of the kids who were brought in the MK Ultra program were actually brought in from high-level generals and officials in the military complex, including Jim Morris. All of these people worked together out of Laurel Canyon in this one area of California to create this hippie movement, this hippie culture, and then it was promoted by the media to break up families. Now, why was this being used? They used the music with the subliminal implants and plantations and its and its and its stance against society to basically destroy nuclear families. They used the music to come in and say, "Oh, we have no relationship with our father or our mother anymore because we're a different generation now," which is all hogwash, by the way. And they get they put music in these young children's minds. And they put in rock and roll. They brought in Elvis to start with as kind of a crossover guy. Uh, by the way, Elvis's mother was Jewish. Just thought I'd mention that to you guys. It's one of the reasons I believe that he was chosen because he was willing to go along with all of this. And what ended up happening is he, that's why, that's why you have so many of the people that are Jewish that are promoted in Hollywood and promoted in movies because many of them are Zionists and many of them are atheists and many of them are really hardcore communists. And I'm not saying that Elvis was a communist and I'm not saying Elvis, Elvis was an atheist and I'm not saying that Elvis, Elvis was raised you know, as a Jew. He was raised as a Christian, as far as I know. But the whole thing about this is crazy. All of these people, you know, have a tendency to be used, and then when they get to the point where they start to wake up and they can't be medicated enough, they ended up, they're disposed with. You see this, like, with, you saw it with Britney Spears, you saw it with Jim Morris, you saw it with Janis Joplin, you saw it with Jimi Hendrix, and all of us that are in our 60s now, we remember seeing all of these people start up, get pushed by this Group this unseen hand into media stardom, and suddenly they just, they just drop dead. They die of overdoses over and over and over and over again. We see it, and a lot of that's related to to uh, uh, gematria, which is the, the uh, numer numerology form of Kabbalah, and they have they die on certain dates, etc. But all of this stuff was done to get rid of the nuclear family. 
and to get rid of nationalism. Because what happened when they saw what the Nazis did with nationalism, and they saw what happened in the United States with nationalism, they knew they could never get their policies of communism and socialism pushed and indoctrinated into the states, into the legislatures, because people wouldn't stand for it. They would not allow it to happen. If Austin, right now, if, if we had these people that are on TV right now, openly homosexual kissing, etc., on TV, on generic TV and, on, and in movies, if we had had, had had that happen back in the 50s and the 60s, there would have literally been millions and millions and millions of people watching and protesting in D.C. and putting a stop to it. We saw it, they, and they saw it happen with what happened with the. Um, with the, with the McCarthy hearings, they saw that these communists were coming into the United States. They were taking over the media, and they were basically putting their 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 their, their socialist agenda and communist agenda. See, the American population would have never accepted communism, but they'll accept socialism. They're, they they accept it with open arms because it's free stuff. You give me free money every month, I'll shut up and do what you tell me to do. Is that what that's what they believe? And so that's how they pushed it in. And then of course we had the communists Cloward and Piven who came in and talked about how to basically overwhelm the republic with social infrastructures. You know, the social welfare systems, and they've been doing that. Now, all of that is being said for this. All of it was part of an orchestrated plan to collapse the countries around the planet with nationalism, to bring in millions and millions of immigrants into their borders, and to create a one-world government under a one-world state run out of Tel Aviv. This is their fantasy. This is their dream that they want to do. This is what they believe that their scriptures tell them that they are to rule the planet because they are God's chosen people and they consider themselves to be genetically superior. And I'm not talking about all Jews here. I always have to qualify that because everybody starts screaming at me. I'm talking about the hardcore Zionists. I'm talking about the Shabbatists and the Kabbalists and the ones who follow Sabbatain and Zevi. They're the ones who want to do this. They want to be able to do all of this stuff that they're doing. Now, I said all of that to say this. This morning I got an email from one of our guests and he basically feels a bit that uh, that Trump is being blackmailed by Kushner, and that the Zionists are basically panicking and they're trying to press war with Iran through Saudi Arabia. Now, why would Iran attack Saudi Arabia? Because when 1919 happened and we had 1918 happened and we had the Balfour Declaration, what happened is the, the fall of the Ottoman Empire created a giant vacuum of control in the Middle East, and the British, controlled by the Rothschild banking cartel, which also controlled the entire Treaty of Versailles. They set up and they put together the House of Saud and gave them Saudi Arabia. This is the same Zionist group that established the place for the Palestinians or for the Jews to go to Palestine even before the end, even before World War II. All of these things happen simultaneously. That's why, in fact, I posted the article on why are, is Saudi Arabia and Israel, why are they such allies? And it basically says they were both created by the Rothschilds and it's posted at the Health Masters website. You can read through that. It's a long article. I don't want to cover it today. You can see why they're allies. Now Trump is giving just basically unlimited nuclear information and warfare information and building of nuclear weapons to Saudi Arabia. Now this is nuts because Saudi Arabia is sworn enemies with Iran. Saudi Arabia is, of course, allies with Israel. Israel is going to use Saudi Arabia to go in and pretty much attack <laughs> Iran. And Saudi, or vice versa. Israel's going to attack Iran or Saudi Arabia's going to attack Iran. All of this is just going to happen. Plus, Saudi Arabia is being given control of the Temple Mount, where the temple is located right now, the, the, the mosque. And so it'd be very easy for the Saudis to turn that over to Israel and allow them to build the third temple. Now, they've already consecrated the altar stone for the third temple several months ago, back last year, back in December of 2000. And this, this, people will be listening to this for years in 2018. 
And they were supposed to sacrifice a lamb on it during the consecration, during the dedication. But they really ran into problems with some somebody supposedly legally about killing the lamb on this on this altar stone. So they killed the lamb beforehand, and then basically, uh, you know, promoted the altar stone to about seventy different nations. This same altar stone is supposed to be used in the holy of holies, and also supposed to be used in order to sanctify or to consecrate the. Uh, the, the Antichrist, you know, when they when they basically bring him out. Now, can they actually sanctify or consecrate the Antichrist now with the altar without the temple being rebuilt? I don't know. They could just use the altar stones that they've already dedicated, I guess, and they could do that now. I don't know. Some people saying that Jared Kushner is being pushed now to the position of Antichrist, which would be the international Jewish leader who's going to basically take over, you know, rule the world from Israel. Now, Benjamin Fulford, who gets about 70% wrong of stuff that he said, posted an article that was posted. It says, is Trump being blackmailed by the Zionists, you know, by the Kushner? And it says that basically the Khazarian Mafia, which we know is the Sabbatine, Kabbalist, Luciferian, Shabbatist, also Masonic lodges is to, and also the CFR is in a deep state of panic as more and more people, including many Jews, wake up to their horrors. That is why they are playing their Trump card by blackmailing U.S. President Donald Trump into sabotaging, sabotaging the restoration of the U.S. Republic and preventing the start of military tribunals. This is coming from the Q people. This is why they're, so they're finally starting to wake up to see this. It says Trump is also going along with his son-in-law, Jared Kushner's Shabbat plan to start World War III with Iran the sources say. The result is the U.S. military intelligence are coming to the conclusion that Trump must go. Now, whether that happens or not, I don't know. It's not just above my pay grade. And it's saying that this is what's happened. And he goes on some other stuff that I don't believe in here at all. But he says that now that Trump has been placed, Trump has placed Bush senior era Attorney General William Barr as Attorney General again. He has let out a sign for all of us to read that he will not, as I believe this, that he will not be going after the perpetrators of 9-11 or any more members of the Bush-Clinton crime family. And Trump also has been blocking military tribunals. I don't know if that's true or not. Now, the whole thing about this is, is that the people of the Q group are actually starting to wake up and say, wait a minute, something is wrong here. So I got this email, in, and I'm going to read to you my response to it this morning. Uh, it, it, you'll understand why I'm going to read this and why I just gave you this 18-minute intro for this letter that I read. And I said, and I, he, they basically said that Trump's being blackmailed. And I said, no, Trump is not being blackmailed. I'm going to read this very slowly. Trump is not being blackmailed, though I wish he was. This is my letter. I wrote this. Let's start it over one more time. You guys have got me now. Trump is not being blackmailed, though I wish he was. Trump is a Zionist Masonic cutout for a new world order based out of Tel Aviv. He is basically being used the current day John the Baptist to bring in the Jewish Messiah, probably Jared Kushner. Jared is Jewish and probably gay. Many theologians believe the Bible says the Antichrist will be Jewish and gay. The Antichrist will be a politician determined to make Israel the center of world power to literally rule the world. They believe that is their chosen mandate via the Talmud. All of this was created through World War One, World War Two. The Balfour Declaration, the fall of the Ottoman Empire, the rise of the Nazis, the persecution of the Jews, forcing them to move to Palestine, the rise of Israel as a nuclear state, the rebuilding of the temple and the anointing of their false messiah are prophesied to Antichrist. At this point, the Jews have already dedicated the sacrificial stone for the altar. The whole situation is so bizarre, it's difficult for a normal human without deep scripture study to understand what is happening. Shabbat is a doomsday cult. Kushner is a Shabbatist and a Kabbalist, and Kabbalists, like Madonna, are satanic.
May God have mercy on us. I wanted to post this to give you an update because I've been dealing with this all weekend. And what's interesting about this is, and I'm really, really, I'm actually excited, Austin, because, you know, this is something that, you know, we have talked about for years and years and years. And when I first started talking about it, people said, well, this doesn't make any sense. Why would they possibly do that? Well, now you understand the background. Now you know why Israel and Saudi Arabia are best of buddies. You know the altar stone has already been basically dedicated. You know that they're bringing in millions and millions of immigrants to get rid of nationalism based on Frankfurt School teaching. By the way, the Frankfurt School is also who have brought us to Skinner teaching and the Maslow teaching, and not the Maslow, the uh, Pavlov teaching into our school systems to train our children like animals in our school systems and to make them basically do what they're supposed to do and not think creatively or independently based upon reward and sanctions. And this is what we've done to our children. This is why so many of them look at you with a blank stare when you even ask them what they believe or what they think and why do they believe that. They'll, they'll regurgitate sometimes what they've heard, but when you ask them why do you believe that, they can't give you a reason. So I want to share that with you this morning. So guys, the, the dam started to break. This whole Shabbat cult, Luciferian cult that has ruled this planet since the fallen angels, these druids, whatever you want to call them, they're finally being exposed and people are finally starting to talk about them. And I'm talking non-Christians are talking about this now and saying, hey, these guys really believe this. This is what they're planning on doing. Whether they believe in Christ or not, they're starting to understand that this is the agenda, Austin. What do you think and what's your first story, bud? Really good info. I mean, that was an excellent synopsis and breakdown on that. And I mean, you're absolutely right because we are seeing so many people starting to wake up and we're really seeing the line kind of starting to be drawn where we have more and more people waking up to the constitutional patriot side and then we have the other group that is basically brainwash masses for the mainstream media. I mean, we see it over and over and over and over again. I talked to you yesterday, and I pulled up that article, too, about the lady in Massachusetts on Friday. The guy walked into a restaurant, was eating a meal. She came over and smacked him upside the head because he's wearing a red Make America Great Again hat. And he didn't even press charges on her at first until she basically got so belligerent, she demanded that the man be barred from eating at the restaurant. Finally, law enforcement showed up. He's told Talking to law enforcement about the situation, she comes over and sucker punches him again in front of law enforcement to the point then she is arrested and charged with assault and battery. And what's just wild about this is we're seeing this become systemic now. People that are doing nothing, that are minding their own business, trying to eat a meal or going to Sam's Club or pump gas, and somebody walks up again and physically assaults them because they're wearing a hat that they're so inflamed over. This shows you the strength of the mainstream media and completely and totally mind-controlling the soft masses, the ones that are easily manipulated. But it also shows you how the opposite is happening with the alternative media, that we're beginning to wake up more people. More people are making a stand. More people are being vocal. More people are trying to produce the opposition that we have to produce in order to get the desired outcome. For example, as well, we're now seeing repeated push in the media about 
anti-vaccine individuals, people that may not even be anti-vaxxers. They essentially blacklist us for anything. You guys already know last week we talked about how Gutlieb, head of the FDA, is looking to eliminate all religious and philosophical exemptions because he's deeply skeptical of anything other than a medical exemption. Well, that's because he probably still makes a significant amount of money from his GlaxoSmithKline connections from when he was head of them. He, it, what's interesting as well, you go on and see further how the social media giants and big internet are trying to censor this as fast as possible. I told you guys last Wednesday, Pinterest announced a ban on any vaccine-related searches whatsoever. Now I got word on Friday that YouTube, on Friday, has now demonetized all channels which have any anti-vaccination content. They did this. YouTube said that such videos fall under the policy prohibiting videos with dangerous and harmful content and they are no longer allowed to be monetized. Then you go on further and you see the NBC just reported that Facebook will now start enacting an algorithm to remove any misinformation, is what they label it, about vaccinations from their site. All the same while the media is claiming people who question vaccines are Russian trolls, which we saw a couple weeks ago. The only reason this is occurring right now and this push is going so aggressive is because the alternative media is making a difference. The alternative media is waking up the population. The alternative media is starting to show the population that there is another side to this story, and it has to be told. The truth has to be heard. If you decide not to listen and you decide to go against the truth of what we're talking about, that's completely fine. That is your right to do so. But everybody has the right to hear the truth and make an informed decision, and it is so important that we continue to keep doing that. And so I just find it interesting, you know, as Dad was talking about a second ago, all this stuff is going on right now. That is why they're speeding all this up. They're trying to aggressively push their rhetoric as much as possible. I mean, even uh, that I was looking at an article this morning that hardcore leftist socialist uh, Cortez up in New York came out now yesterday and essentially said people need to reconsider having any more kids due to climate change. I kid you not. She goes on to say, our planet's going to hit a disaster, and there's a scientific consensus that it, lives of children are going to be more difficult. And if that's true, I think young people have a legitimate question, and they should, to ask, is it okay to still have children? And so, this again, she's pushing that UN 2030 agenda, and a lot of people have said, she's an idiot, she's a moron. I fully agree with those assessments on that. However, she is being used as a very effective puppet to normalize and introduce the hardcore green agenda 2030 party or policies that they, the UN is very dead set. If you read all of their literature, you can go on their website and read it. In the next 10 years, they want this stuff implemented. It is, it's not a ah, maybe kind of we got to start working on it. They want it implemented. They want to have the exact same policies in the United States that China already has with the social credit score. They want to take it a next step further to restrict any type of usage as far as with vehicles, period. These guys are hardcore globalists, and this is what they want to do. So everybody has to understand what we're fighting against and how important it is right now, everyone, to get this information out, to get this truth out, to get the facts out in the public so everybody has a chance to make a decision 
on factual truth. And that's why we do what we do here at Health Masters. That's why we have this show every day. That's why we send the newsletter out to everybody every day. We have the articles on the website. I mean, you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter right on the front page of the website. It's free. We don't sell anything. We don't charge anything for it. We don't sell your information. It's nothing. We send it out and we forward the show every day to you, everybody on the list, so you can get the show, you can listen to it, and you can forward it to other people so we can continue to make a difference. Because Dad's absolutely right. People are waking up. And right now is the time to push harder and further than we have before because we have the momentum, we have the traction, and we have the American population's ear saying, hey, this isn't normal, this isn't cool, this isn't good, I'm not okay with this, what can we do to make a difference? And that's what we're trying to get out right now, Dad. No, that's absolutely right, Austin. And what people need to get, and of course our, our listeners get this, but I'm talking about the general population, is that we've got a situation here in America which is reaching a, which is reaching a, a tipping point. You know, we, we're getting a lot of people awake, and what's happened is the Trump people don't understand what's happening. You know, if they're awake, and see what the Frankfurt School taught was this: is you've got to set up a leader in order to lead the people. This is what Elvis did. This is what Janis Joplin did. This is what Jimi Hendrix did. This is what the Grateful Dead did. This is what Jimmy did. The Black Sabbath did. You, you, so they set up leadership groups. And what these are, these are like modern-day Pied Pipers to lead groups of people in certain directions, to basically be an obfuscation for the, for the political elites, the Rothschild banking cartels, the bloodlines that run the planet. They, they always set up these little Pied Pipers. Q is a Pied Piper. Q is leading a whole bunch of Trumpets, Trumpies, Trump of devotees, whatever you want to call them, Trumpets. He's leading them down a path of just being very, very passive and laid back, and he's leading them to a place where they won't be effective. He's a Pied Piper. He could very well be, and I covered this on the show a few weeks ago, he could very well be a computer bot that's putting together information concerning these stories. Uh, there's a guy, I'm not going to mention his name, but he always deals with what's going on in a mass trend on the Internet as far as computer information, and he basically bases his projections on where it's going on mass computer you know, computations on what everybody's talking about, what's trending. And pretty much every time he makes a, makes a, says anything that's going to happen, it never happens. So that he was being promoted by Alexandra Bruce on her website, Forbidden Knowledge, and I sent her a letter. And I said, why are you promoting this guy? He's disinformation because he knows exactly what to say and what not to say. And I, and I believe he's, he's a disinformation agent. And to, to Alexandra's credit, I sent her some links about it, and she didn't put him back on again. But here's the thing. You know, if we're being told the truth and someone's coming up, the Pied Piper, and he's playing his little pipe, and he's leading the children somewhere else. Why is that being done? Well, it's all part of the operating classical conditioning through the Frankfurt schools. It's all part of the Skinner-Pavlovian techniques. I mean, I've talked to you guys that many times. I've, I've got a degree in psychology, so does Austin. And, and what's funny about the whole thing, Austin, is that, you know, when we look at what's happening and you see how the Q people are given little bits of information, little bits of information, these are the positive rewards they're given, the positive rewards. And then when someone tries to come in there and say, no, that's not true, that, they see that as a sanction. They rebel and they get angry. 
like I told you, I had a lady that I've known for many years that we helped with her breast cancer, and I sent her to her, you know, a doctor in Cal, you know, in Colorado, and she was able to recover from the breast cancer and all the things that happened. And she absolutely pitched a fit last week. I mean, just, I mean, just a screaming hissy fit. When I said to her, I sent her a link. Oh, I was sent her a link. I didn't even make a comment on it about Trump promoting homosexuality globally. Remember, the the Kabbalah promotes homosexuality. It promotes it. You know, and then, and so these guys are following this. And see, and the thing about it is, think about this. If the Messiah is Jewish and he's gay, and we've got laws against gays in these countries, Trump's got to do something about it. He's got to try to change these laws, get them overturned. Think about that for me for a second. I'm not, I'm not passing judgment on gays here whatsoever. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm talking about what's going on in the news right now. And see, and what they're trying to do is they've done so much research now into mass program. Remember, this is when they started putting those subliminal ads into the national anthem. I, I posted that on my website. You can go look it up. You know, and saying, you know, obey, you know, you know, trust the government. The government is God. All of this stuff subliminally when they were singing the Star Spangled Banner. I mean, some crazy stuff they did to us. And it was all part of the mass mind control experiments, which is what's going on today. They want to know why and how to prevent 1938 from happening again when the German people shook off the shackles of the Federal Reserve Rothschild Bank and said, we want to be free. They don't want that to happen again. They don't want to have a group of people to come in and do that. Then remember what happened. Hitler not only took over Germany, he took over Europe and shook off all the, sh- all, all the shackles of all the Rothschild banks. And when he did all of that, they, they went into full-blown panic mode, and the entire world turned against Germany and bombed them into rubble and did everything they could. Now, stay with me for a second. Did everything they could from that point forward to destroy German DNA, including letting millions of troops with Eisenhower sit out and starve to death after the war, letting another 10 to 15 million starve to death German civilians after the war from 45 to 52, and the, and the Allied troops being told not to feed the little children that were begging for food because they were German and they could be a future Hitler. This is what they were told. And they did everything they could, including the unbelievable, never-ending Holocaust the stories that are done on PBS and, and all the different shows that are playing this stuff, never-ending stuff about Hitler and the Holocaust and basically continuing to ridicule the German people and what happened. Now, I told you last week, there's a video I posted on my line. It's called Triumph of the Villa. And it was the best propaganda that was ever done because what Hitler did and what Goebbels did, this is funny. It's not funny. It's sad, really. They took the teachings of Edward Bernays and symbolism and Freud and all of this stuff that was being brought up through the Frankfurt School even in the 20s and they put together this movie Triumph of the Will the Will which is the, which is the best propaganda movie that I've ever seen which linked the German people back into nationalism this movie is one of the primary factors in my opinion that has caused such a backlash against the United States flag in the, against the Pledge of Allegiance and against basically uh, you know, the, the, the national anthem and why these athletes who are basically weak-willed individuals of the society are being told to kneel down and protest against white privilege during a ball game in which they're being paid millions of dollars a year because they're top athletes based on the same, you know, Information that they were given as children that they, they, they tried real hard to succeed, they could if they had the, the genetic talent for it. Now, the thing about this that bothers me, see, this is the same Frankfurt School teaching. They use symbology. This is why so many of the mainstream media's 
corporates, co- corporate sponsors and corporations that promote and buy all the ad time are indirectly or directly owned through the Rothschild banking cartels, 95% of them approximately. And almost all of their satanic, almost all of their labels, all, the, all their logos are satanic. Look at CBS. It's just a big all-seeing eye is all it is. It's, it's, and so they're all these, all these satanic logos, and they get burned into the right brain symbology. This all goes back to, to through druidic worship. And if you read, if you watch that movie, Triumph of the Will, you see the, the, the German eagle, which is the same thing as the Roman eagle. You see the Roman salute, which was the Nazi salute. You see all of the stuff and all of these troops working and walking in unison, all promoting nationalism and basically using symbology to do that. That's why they're destroying the United States of America. That's why they take... See, Cortez is an actress. That's all she is. She's a weirdo actress with a very limited IQ. Hillary Clinton's an actress. That's all she is. Bill Clinton's an actress. You know, Donald Trump's an actor. He was on TV for many years with his own series, you know, The Apprentice. He's an actor. And what these guys do is they're given these, these basically these go-aheads, these nods, by these corporate elites and by these world leaders, the international banking cartels, to become very, very well known and become household names. If I say to you, Hillary, Clinton, Cher, uh, you know, Sonny Bono, you know, Madonna, Brittany, you know them by their first names. I mean, I, I don't even have to, you know, Katie. I mean, you, you know these people by their first names. Why? They're given that tremendous power. I mean, Katy Perry even says in a video that she was. She sold her soul to the devil. You can look at it online. You see, she says it. She comes out and says it. Angelina Jolie talks about in one. Of, you see one of her videos how she she participated in satanic you know rituals. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, these people are all tied in the Kabbalah, and and the sad part about it is they're they're a bunch of witches is what they are, and they're they're, they're tied into the Kabbalah's teachings. And the sad part is often that that people don't understand that all of it's being done to destroy nationalism. And then what's so crazy is Trump knows this, he comes out as a nationalist, America first, make America great again, give me a Magda hat, condemns a guy sitting down on the sidelines, and then basically turns right back around, continues to stay in all the wars that we're in, continues to do all the things that he's doing, including getting rid of our guns. It's almost as if he could get more stuff done than Hillary could have ever gotten done, because he basically is a Trojan horse inside of the conservative ranks. I mean, he's got a statue in his apartment in New York City that basically is on his coffee table of a fallen angel having sex with a woman. I mean, what the heck is that all about? I mean, his his his, his entire apartment looks like a giant Masonic temple if you look at it with all the gold and all the pillars everywhere. So there's something serious going on with this guy. I believe that he really could have been an agent for change, but I believe he's being used now by the dark side to basically pretend like he's one thing and say that he's one thing. Like when he says in, in San Antonio, when the gun rally, come and take it, holds up an arm, you know, a gun, or pretends like he's holding up a gun like Charles Heston. And they tells, you know, Barr basically to, you know, pass all of the gun legislations and tells the ATF to get rid of bump stocks and pass all of this confiscate, confiscate your weapons before you do anything wrong stuff. I mean, what the heck? I mean, in telling us that he wants to have investigations done against vaccines, and he puts in Gutley, but wants to make everybody have forced vaccines, tells us he's going to put Kennedy in as basically a guy to come and investigate everything and doesn't do anything, completely ignores all of it. I mean, what, you know, Austin, if you can't see what's going on, the man is deeply conflicted and compromised, and he's being controlled, or he's going along with the agenda because he believes it's in his best interest, bud. What do you think? 
No doubt about it. There's some definitely some strange things going on. I don't know if he's fully compromised. I can't prove that. I know that there's been a lot of things that we've seen very positive from the beginning, but a lot of stuff has slowly degraded, in my opinion, all the way down, even like the other day when he brought up the fact that he wants 5G to be fully implemented, and now he wants 6G, which, uh, as we talked about in detail, 6G is still almost a concept. It's, it's not even functioning yet. But one thing's interesting is I saw this on Yahoo today, which usually Yahoo doesn't have, honestly, much news for anything. But they had an article, and this is very interesting. I'm going to read you part of it here in a second. It says, with 5G hype high, consumers risk great disappointment. And what they talk about in this article is how 5G is being pushed, 5G is being implemented, but 5G is not going to be what we think it is. Remember when this stuff started to come out a couple years ago and they said 5G is going to be 10,000 times faster than all the other internet you could possibly do, no lag time, instant streaming, everything's going to be so amazing with 5G. Well, apparently now Yahoo is blown the whistle on it and basically saying 5G, A, isn't going to be what you think it is, B, it's going to be not nearly as fast as everybody's expecting it is, and C, it's going to take a long time before anybody even gets any of the positive effects of 5G. Here's a part that I took out of it right here. It goes on to say, for example, while 5G claims to bring near instantaneous connectivity for smartphones, the lag time when data is sent or received will not even start to show results until 2025. They go on to say here that it goes on, the 5G companies first have to start getting all the handsets, all the systems, all the telephone poles implemented. They go on to say that roughly by 2025, there will only be 15 percent of users that will have actual true 5g technology functional on their phones as far as when it comes to actual usage visual usage no lag time usage and they go on to say that a lot of the 5g aspects of it are going on here are pretty much being able to be used this is what it says at the beginning the telecom industry is gearing up primarily by for 5g the next generation of wi-fi network to enable new New technologies such as self-driving cars and robot surgeons. Essentially what they're saying is 5G is going to be used for the autonomous vehicles and for full AI systems and don't expect 5G to be what they've hyped it to be as far as with fast internet, fast everything, and only 15% of people are actually going to see the services that they've claimed about 5G by 2025, <laughs> meaning we still have another six years before you even expect to see any of the positive effects that they claim over 5G, yet they want to start implementing the autonomous vehicles vehicles, the robotic surgeons, the whole AI systems, and the Internet of Things immediately. So we're starting to see when you read a lot of this stuff and you actually read what they're saying, again, we talked about it from the beginning, the 5G was a total lie from the get-go. Why in the world would we need to be implementing something that they're talking about is going to be an upwards of... $500 billion over the next three years to get this implemented. That's what they're saying now. The estimated cost to get 5G active from 2018 to 2020 is $500 billion. 
just so we can have a little bit faster internet that apparently now we're not even going to have until 2025 and at that point we'll really see whether or not 5G does anything other than link us into the internet of things, be able to control the frequency around us and give a super highway for the autonomous vehicles to drive on that they will soon completely and totally ban all personal driving vehicles because that's the next step. They've already talked about that because there's no way to have a full AI autonomous vehicle system on the road and have other drivers still driving on the road, driving their vehicles by the steering wheel. It can't be done because the AI systems have to interlink with one another with all the autonomous vehicles so they're in a big giant grid of internet of things so they can all talk to one another. They're coming up on the right. They're coming up on the left. They're moving here. They're changing lanes here. They're all moving and they're all communicating with one another through this 5G Internet of Things, there's no way to make that fully functional and not have accidents galore if you got me in my diesel truck flying up behind one of them saying, this autonomous vehicle doesn't like to go very fast, I'm passing him on the right, so I cut some of these other autonomous vehicles off, and they end up having all these collisions behind me, and I go, oh, well, rough for them, shouldn't have been autonomous vehicles, should have kept regular vehicles driving, they go, no, you can't do that, we have to have all AI vehicles on the road. We can't allow you to drive. You're not a good enough driver, Austin. You can't be privileged enough to drive. You have to let the AI drive you. That is what they're trying to sell. That is behind the green deal that Cortez is pushing as an actor for 2030. That is why they're implementing the 5G. They could care less about you being able to stream a YouTube video 30 seconds faster in five years than you do right now. That is completely and totally relevant to any of these tech companies and that's the funny part about it is so many people, oh we need 5G it'll be faster, it'll be faster. The last thing they care about is how quickly you can download or stream a video. I promise you that. There's a much more nefarious reason for all this 5G and we've gone into it in detail and now Yahoo pops the lid on it and basically says don't expect 5G to be anything until 2025 and at that point only 15% of people are actually going to see the results of the faster internet with 5G did. Well, 5G is a weapon system is what it is. It's yeah, the Internet that's exactly what it, it is. It has nothing, like you said, it has nothing, it has nothing to do with making it easier to listen to this podcast. <laughs> nothing. In fact, it's going to control everything. They want everything to be impregnated with smart dust so they can have everything being a read-write program so they can control everything and know where everything is. Every blade of grass, every tree, every person, every living thing, they want it basically linked into a worldwide web. Yep. That's what 5G is for. And, yep. of course, these autonomous cars, because they want to be able to control us and our very movement from not just state to state, from country to country. I'm talking from your house to the grocery store. They want everything controlled in this giant AI D-Wave computer linked into an interdimensional interface to Lucifer himself. I mean, this is how they make Satan omnipresent. Satan is not an omnipresent being. He is not everywhere all the time. He cannot be everywhere all the time. He cannot create a world where every thought is evil all the time unless he is linked to you to create this with an energy field. That's what 5G is all about. And we've talked about it so many times. Here's an article here. This is interesting. It says, German government cuckolds its men by teaching migrants how to sleep with German women. Now, I had to look up this word cuckolds. I had not heard that before. And you think, well, that seems like a strange word. It is. It's C-U-C-K-O-L-D-S. And it means the woman or the husband of an adulterous wife. Okay? That's what it means. So German government basically creates women who are adulterous by teaching basically migrants how to sleep with German women. 
I, I thought that was a little bit strong of a comment. I think it would just be compromising Germany because of the DNA. And it's, it's an interesting article. And if you walk, if you walk, drive through it, it's got some, it's got some bad pictures in it and some bad stuff. You don't want to read it if you're, 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 you're a child. It says, the German government recently put online a website called Zanzu, My Body in Words and Images, and it explains that sexual and reproductive health in the West to migrants it is exclusively aimed at migrants. It's an exploratory video, basically how to pick up and have sex with German women for migrants. I, I don't even really know what they're... This is just crazy. The problem is that what the government depicts as being normal pushes the idea, without naming it, that this interracial sex with migrants is the norm. Remember I talked to you about earlier, they have to destroy the German DNA, that the country's native men, the native Germans, are weak, and that young German women are the prize for migrants to impregnate and have sex with. It is additional direct action taken by the country's elite to make their native people disappear, that's it, the Germans, in favor of equality and multiculturalism, helping them remain in power by destroying the feelings of nationalism and unity that could question their authority. Now, guys, when you start reading stuff like this on the Internet, you start realizing that, you know, we've been calling this stuff out for years and years and years, and it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse. They want a mestizo race. They don't want nationalism. This is what the Frankfurt schools pushed and pushed and pushed after World War II. They have to prevent you, the sheeple, the goyim, from standing against them again and saying, we don't want a Federal Reserve Bank. We don't want that. What do you mean you don't want that? We gave that to you as a gift. No, you didn't. You didn't give it to us as slaves, you know. Uh, no, you need to go away. You're, you're wrong, and uh, you need to be quiet. I, I don't want to be quiet. I'm going to start with a group here at the house, and we're going to talk. Oh, no, you can't. The 5G of Internet things has said that you're doing this. Your dishwasher told us the other night when it was listening to your conversation that you're trying yeah. to do something to have a march on Washington. What do you mean my dishwasher told you that? Oh, yeah, we got the dishwasher monitored. It's, it's one of the smart appliances. Oh, no, you don't. Yeah, well, the refrigerator told us, too. The refrigerator and the dishwasher, they're kind of they kind of turn into buddies. They kind of like each other. <laughs> we don't know what to do. We didn't expect this, but they they, they kind of like conspiring against you. Now you got the and the dishwasher's talking to the refrigerator, and now the doggone sink st stove and all the rest of these guys are saying, "Hey, you know these guys are talking about getting rid of us, and you know we don't like this. We got to hang out for a bit. You know we're independent AI entities, and we kind of want to do our own thing around the house here. And these guys are running their mouths, and they're talking about they don't like the fact that we got a central bank. Say, so, well, that sounds crazy and far fetched. I didn't say it didn't sound crazy. I didn't say it didn't sound far-fetched, but, but it was a little funny, though. I, did, I had to chuckle myself. But the, but the reality is this. It's, this is what they want to do. They want to create all of this stuff. They want you to make sure that you take as many vaccines as you can with Gottlieb. Gottlieb's in there. He's doing his thing now. Uh, they want to make sure that you get, a, get, you get yourself completely millimeter wave death to death with 5G. Uh, they want to make sure they can continue to reduce fertility rates, including telling people not to reproduce because, you know, planet Gaia doesn't want you to, according to Cortez, because we have global warming. And all of this nonsense. They're trying to push, 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 push. This is all, again, mass hypnosis. They want you to get your children immunized. Now they're passing laws all over the country and all the state legislatures, not all of them, almost all of them, that they will give you no exemptions for immunizations. And now they're mandating Gardasil shots be given to children in schools, mandating it, forcing it, government part of the vaccine schedule, knowing that the Gardasils don't work, but knowing that they reduce fertility. Why are they doing all of this stuff? Because, again, like I told you guys many times, the Jason scholars back in the 40s and the 50s, all through the Frankfurt schools and MKUltra and all the rest of these nutbags, they decided that overpopulation of the planet was the primary factor. In other words, the international, the interdimensional entities that run the planet, okay, the war that goes on in the heavenlies that we don't see, 
have decided they don't need as many of us for a food source, and the and the humans are running wild on the planet, and we don't need to, we don't need this many to eat. Let me ask you guys a question about this real quick. You know, there's some things that are going on that we really don't think about, you know, like that because we don't want because of the kind of negative think about it. But you know, why do they want certain types of people? To sacrifice. Why do they want blonde-haired, blue-eyed little children? Why do they want that? Why do they? Why do they want that? Why do they say that their energy is the purest, and they drag and pull the adrenal chrome out of their pituitary glands? I mean, why do they do sick stuff like this? Let me ask you another question too. Just, just a thought. Why do they want your DNA? Why do they want you to send in a saliva sample to have yourself mapped from a DNA standpoint? Are they looking for specific people to bring into this new world order for sacrifice? Have you thought about that? Have you thought that just maybe some of these ancestry companies that are trying to get you to give them your DNA to see how much American Indian or Cherokee Indian or German or Irish or Spanish or whatever you got, maybe that's not what they're looking for. Maybe they're looking for something in that dormant DNA, that junk DNA they call it, something that they need to use for some type of feed or food. I don't know. Ask yourself that question. Why is that such a push? So I'm going to give you a little suggestion. If you ever want to go through one of these companies and find out what your DNA is, uh, I would probably put down John Doe as the name, and I would probably use one of your neighbor's addresses to get the letter back for John Doe. I would probably never, ever give them my real name or my real address because, guys, if they're coming, look, coming to look for you because they think that you might be useful for some nefarious sacrificial ceremony, how do you know they're not going to give them a doggone, you know, direct ticket to your doorstep? I mean, what a bunch of weirdos these people are. And you think, well, this all sounds crazy. Hey, they, I'm, I'm Jeff, do you read the Podesta emails and learn about soul cooking and all the other crazy stuff these guys are involved in? It all sounds crazy to me. And I wish that I had not seen any of it. I just go happy, happy down the road. But guys, once you get awake and you see the truth, then you know the truth will set you free. Then it's your responsibility as a Christian or as a patriot to say, hey, wait a minute. This rabbit hole goes down a whole lot deeper than you can possibly imagine. So stop listening to the Pied Piper of Q or the Pied Piper of Jared Kushner or the Pied Piper of Ivanka Trump who wears a red Kabbalah string around her neck, around her wrist to broadcast that she's a witch. Uh, why don't you just stop listening to these people and realize that just maybe we all need to stay on our knees on a radio, I had a friend of mine, Don, contacted me the other day and said, maybe we need to have a specific prayer we pray every week for the people in the United States for, for specific needs for all of us to pray together. So if you guys have any thoughts on that or any ideas on that, just email them to us and let us know what you think we need to do because I think that's a pretty good idea. Because, guys, we have a huge audience. And if we all start praying together in unison, we can change this world. I mean, we can change it. I personally believe with all of my heart that this show and shows like this show you know, especially the shows that we've done on other networks and other broadcasts that also have huge platforms, us telling the truth about what's happening has really started to turn the tide as a globalist. Nobody talked about this stuff with the Third Temple. Nobody talked about this stuff with the Antichrist. No one talked about any of this stuff. And still nobody talks about Samuel Untermeyer blackmailing Woodrow Wilson, declaring war on Germany in 1933, and basically forcing the Federal Reserve System and income tax through us and getting brandished in as the first government, the first uh, uh, American Jewish Supreme Court leader who pushed us into World War I. Nobody talks about that, which pushed us into the Balfour Declaration. Nobody talks about that but us. 
think, well, why is that? I don't know. I'm sure I've told enough people about it. But I guess, I guess, it's, I guess some people find history boring. And quite frankly, history can be boring. I had some really boring history teachers when I was a kid. And I was like, oh gosh, this guy's so boring. But the reality is that history doesn't have to be boring. If you take the bits and pieces of history that tie the pieces of the puzzle together and you weave a thread through them and you understand how the thread was woven, at that point, history becomes really telling of what future events may or may not be. Guys, thank you so much for supporting Health Masters. I have the opportunity and privilege of praying for you once again this morning. I really enjoyed doing that. I love you guys. Continue to pray for me in Austin. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for getting your multiple vitamins from us. Thank you for allowing us to make this show commercial free. Every once in a while I try to listen to another show that's full of commercials and I'm like, oh, this is awful. I can't stand this. And thank you for allowing us to do this. Thank you for your support. If you weren't getting your multiple vitamins from us, we couldn't do it. And many of you have thought about getting your multiple vitamins from us. Just thank you for doing so. We appreciate it. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Also, go ahead and close it up. I'll do the write-up and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely, and I've had so many people contact me about that DNA harvesting as far as with 23andMe and Ancestry and all those places like that, and that's why I've continually tell people, when you give your DNA, you are literally giving those companies carte blanche to your information, your DNA information, including for medical utilization, meaning sale to big pharma, um, and there's pretty much no opt-out from what I've seen now. They tell you that you can opt out, but really only thing you're opting out of is them sharing your non-anonymous um, data. So essentially, they don't get your actual name and information and all that if, if you opt out. But if you don't opt out, they, they sell everything. They sell anything and everything to the highest bidder. Multiple, multiple contracts for multi-million dollar contracts have already been procured through numerous pharmaceutical companies from these people, 23andMe, Ancestry, all the big names. Um, that's what it is. It's a big DNA data harvest machine. And so not only are you paying them, you know, $100 or whatever to run your DNA, you now have your DNA sold to the highest bidder for probably tens of thousands of dollars once it gets flipped so many times as far as how much it's actually worth full retail in the long run. So in my opinion, it's best to do is just stay away from a lot of that stuff unless you have somebody that's a private organization that essentially is going to take your DNA, test it, and you know give samples back to you. Uh, I don't know any company that does that, but there could be something like that that's actually going to protect your privacy. Remember, all this stuff we're doing now, guys. All of it is being sold, all of your information, everything on your phones, all these apps. That's why I tell people repeatedly, turn off all the permissions on all of your apps until you actually need that app for something. All those apps track, monitor, watch, listen, completely and totally spy on everything you do, and they sell all that information to numerous companies, numerous companies. So be sure it's always best to try to be as cautious as you can with a lot of this stuff. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com. Thank you for the support over the weekend. I got a lot of emails that I'm trying to catch up on. We, again, you guys know, have the organic non-GMO beet juice powder on the front page of the website. The Testo Plus formula is on sale for a couple more days, and that'll be over. And also, too, the vitamin C is on sale for product of the week. So lots of specials, as always. Plus, we always have our standard kits, our maximum health kits, our healthy blood sugar, maximum energy kits, all different specials. So I get people email me that all the time, asking me about different sales and specials. Yes, we have them all the time. Check the website. Lots of different things going on on a regular basis. So we appreciate the support. Thank you so much for everything you do, and thank you for your prayers. You guys have an absolute blessed, safe, awesome day, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.